Welcome to the This Is Me Asia podcast series by Community Business in partnership with Bloomberg and the Lord Mayor's Appeal. This storytelling campaign aims to normalize mental health conversations in the workplace and tackle the stigma associated with mental health conditions and disability. Maya Angelou once said, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Some of us may know the truth of this statement, how lonely it can be to keep painful experiences to ourselves. And we all know sharing our traumatic experiences is hard enough, and talking about them at work is even harder. Sharing our stories is not a sign of weakness, but a powerful way to build trust and nurture connection. When our leaders have courage to be vulnerable, when we see our colleague coming forth to share their struggle without any fear of being judged and stigmatized, we can feel encouraged to come out and open up about our lived experiences. This is why fostering a safe, inclusive culture in the workplace is so imperative. And when storytelling is done in a supportive and inclusive environment, it liberates and empowers the teller and the real healing process can begin. It also gives people the opportunity to learn from others and together we can improve the attitude, understanding, and behavior towards people with mental health problems. In this second edition of This Is Me Asia podcast series, I'm going to share my own experience with how storytelling helped me to create connections with others and nurture my resilience day to day. I have been considering for a while whether or not to share my stories. And I hope that my story will help people experiencing emotional hardship to lighten their heart and weather the storm better. Here I am, and let me tell you my story. My mind was full of excitement and joy when I finally decided to visit my family in Korea last September, after more than two years of waiting with a global pandemic. Buying little gift for each of them, browsing nice places to dine together. I was counting the days to see them like a little kid waiting for their Christmas present. However, that anticipation didn't last that long. The first news I heard from my parents upon my arrival is that my brother was in a near-fatal car accident and has been in ICU after hours of brain surgeries. The doctor had a bleak outlook on my brother's recovery. He wasn't sure if we can ever have a normal life or how many disabilities he will live with for the rest of his life. The only thing I could do is to look at my parents in anguish and despair. It took me one full day to digest all the information about what happened and accept that this is all reality, not a dream. For my friends and family, I'm the one who always stays calm and strong and become a shoulder to lean on for them. 
But for the first time in a long time, I felt absolute helpless. I felt too weak to think anything, and all my knowledge about psychology and coping strategies for emotional distress seemed merely useless. Next morning, I sat at my desk to start working, and my heart began palpitating so fast I couldn't breathe. My pent-up tears burst, and even today, I barely remember how I managed through that day. The short trip passed by too rapidly with so much going on in the family, and I had to come back to Hong Kong with a heavy guilt about leaving my family behind in my heart. Two weeks in hotel quarantine put me in the extreme emotional isolation, and I felt trapped and resented the whole situation. Since last September, what helped me keep going were my routine. And support from close friends and colleagues. I'd always prefer to keep things private with my colleagues, so most of them never learned so much about my personal life. Hence, it was never an easy call to open about what I am going through. But I took courage and carefully shared my family situation with a couple of colleagues. Most of them told me. Thank you for choosing me to share it. I feel really grateful that you trust me, and please let me know how I can help you. This really touched my heart and made me feel safe. And the way they respected my privacy, yet looked out for me in many ways, indeed have helped me to make each day little more bearable at work. An invitation to a coffee for a chat, or even a silly joke. Could definitely give me pause to switch off the chatter in my head, and alleviated my concerns and anxious feeling around my family a thousand miles away. Knowing in my heart that my close colleagues and friends see through, and support me, raised me up and helped me go on with my life. Also, not giving up on my healthy routine, no matter what. Definitely strengthens and heals my mind. Making time to work out regularly, meditating, and creating meaningful social connection reinforced my belief in the importance of a holistic wellness and workplace well-being as well. There are still many things to navigate for our family, and every day feels like walking in a long, dark tunnel for us. There are some good days, but there are still many painful moments we must endure. My parents' health has deteriorated, as they have had to carry the burden of caring for my brother, and deal with this traumatic situation. Not being able to travel back and forth due to the strict quarantine requirements in Hong Kong, I haven't felt at ease at all for almost a year now. Whenever I watch a car crash scene in a movie, an image of my brother in a coma strikes me. Then my heart stops, and I wince. Yes, the challenges are still real, but now I know when I hit the dust, I have the strength to stand back on my feet, as well as a great safety net of people around me built to catch me when I fall. 
we all may encounter afflictions in our life journey, and most of them are inevitable. But by creating heart-to-heart -heart connections and understanding, we can stand by each other to support our friends and colleagues so they can translate their hardships into the energy to go on with their life. My name is Juju Jang, and this is me. Thanks everyone for listening to my story. For anyone sharing your struggles or painful experiences and making yourself vulnerable takes a lot of courage. But if you can take that small leap of faith, you will see that there are always people who stand behind you and feel empowered to open up about themselves and will be appreciative for what you have done. I hope my story helps those who are going through a similar patch and helps organizations to realize again why creating safe and supportive environment is an invaluable part of nurturing bigger inclusion and mental health in the workplace. Also, it doesn't have to happen to you for it to matter to you. Keep your eyes open and hold the space in your mind for those around you who choose to share what they have gone through. What is your story? We would like to invite you on this journey of sharing and discovery with us. We hope that you will share your stories with pride and listen and learn from others as they share their own stories. Register for the This Is Me Asia campaign to become part of this storytelling movement. Together, we can create more inclusive and understanding workplaces across the Asia region. Join us on this journey and see how surprising and fulfilling this path can be. Head to the Community Business website right now to find out more about the campaign and register for This Is Me Asia. We would like to thank our dedicated sponsors Bloomberg and the Lord Mayor's Appeal for helping us bring this campaign to life in Asia. Thank you.